Come with us now, if you dare, down a rickety staircase into a dank, dark basement. What awaits the Saturday Night Freak Show? <laughs> hey, thanks for listening to the Saturday Night Freak Show podcast, the movie review and talk show podcast that comes your way every Saturday, whether we are ready for it or not, whether you're ready for it or not, because we're on a quest to take over the world. To bewitch the world as it would, you know, we might say with the witch's light and all this other stuff that, uh, you know, esoteric sciences and, and what have you. Uh, <laughs> these, right now we're performing all of our esoteric sciences remotely. Our satanic rituals yeah. uh, down here in the basement. Uh, these are the Saturday Night Freak Show's internet radio superstars. How are you? Sean. Michaela. And I'm Colin. We're recording remote again as the evil COVID virus moves among us once again. We hope you listened to last week's amazing best and worst movies of 2023. Welcome to 2024. Happy New Year. Oh, yeah. Happy New Year. Hopefully it's better. And so now to celebrate the new year, that means we're watching movies that were chosen by... You, you sons of bitches. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Why? Who are you people? Thank you, but my God. I know this oh. is dropping as a big surprise to everybody because we didn't have enough time to actually put together like uh, Igor's mailbag or anything. So, uh, so yeah. So the first, so we did a listener's uh, 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 choice uh, during uh, December where you could suggest a movie. We got a lot of, of suggestions. Then you could go and vote for those movies. And you did. And and, and these are the four movies for the next Boy, four weeks that you uh, asked us to watch. I actually am kind of surprised by this because tonight's movie is a bit obscure. And I'm surprised that so many of you actually uh, saw this and voted for it. But what did we watch tonight? How many people voted for this? I'm curious. Several. And what are their names and addresses? That I don't know. It's all anonymous. But uh, so, well, we should tell them what we watched tonight. What was tonight's movie? 1988's Witchery. Witchery. Also known as three other titles. Yeah, the on-screen. Well, and that's and that's pseudo. That's it's stupid because I while like this movie was on, I was texting several people, and they're like, "What are you watching?" And each one, I swear, I told them a different title because I couldn't remember. I was like, "Witching, Witcher, Witcher, Witchering." Like I could not remember the name Rich- of this movie. <laughs> was, was, the, there was evil, evil something, yeah. evil. Uh, evil, was it evil happenings or evil, evil encounters? Happens, yeah. Or something, but well, the on-screen something, title that I like had was like Witchcraft Evil Encounters or something like that. Yeah. Uh, it was released here in the United States as Witchery on video. I don't think it ever actually played theatrical. This is an Italian movie, and God knows we love those crazy Italian filmmakers, horror filmmakers oh, of the 70s and 80s. Uh, so um, this movie is known in Italy as La Casa 4. Right, and you're like, what? La Casa Four. Well, what was La Casa One, Two, and Three? Well, completely so, different movies that have no relation to each other. You, if I know the Italians at all, are correct, sir. There because uh, like I the think these are movies of America. We've already gone through. Remember when we saw the uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre Three, the Italian one, which was actually called Night Killer, which there was no Texas, no chainsaw, no massacre. But it had that title when it was recently over there. And then there's the Demons franchise, which, you know, that one's all over the map, and the Zombie franchise. Mm-hmm. So I looked this up, right? So uh, Evil Dead, Sam Raimi's <laughs> Evil Dead, when it was released in Italy, was called La Casa. 
the house. What? Right? So when Evil Dead 2 came out, it was called La Casa 2. And then Umberto Lenzi. Okay, we're doing well. We're doing well. <laughs> right? You're like, okay, I follow this. So Umberto Lenzi, Italian filmmaker who you would know from movies like Cannibal Ferox, Eaten Alive, and So Sweet, So Perverse, makes a movie that was released here as Ghost House, but was released there as La Casa 3. I'm watching Ghost House on my TV right now. Okay. It's a movie that, a movie that played after this. Yeah, I know. It comes up. Yeah, because yeah, on Tubi, where we watched it, it, uh, it recommends no you watch Ghost between Ghost House and Evil Dead 2. No. Okay. It's just a, it's a movie that takes place in a supposed haunted house. So there's some so, kind of stuff going okay. on. So, so wait, wait, wait. Sam it doesn't stop Sam there, Sam though. Steal the Ghost House name from the ripoff and use it as his production company name? Like production company wasn't it? The production company produced uh, so, this movie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was like production group production. Production group just, production. It was just bad, yeah. Okay, but it, it doesn't stop there. There are seven La Casa movies. Oh no! Because uh, so this this one right was uh, uh, Umberto Lenzi. I guess came up with the said you know you should make another one. Uh, that went off to Claudio Latanzi. I confess I don't know him. He was replaced by Luigi Cosi, who we do know as the the director of Star Crash, right? The Immortal Star Crash that we watched. Um, And then uh, he left the production two weeks before they were supposed to shoot and was replaced by Fabrizio Laurenti, who's the director of tonight's movie, although it was under a pseudonym. But then eventually a movie comes out la casa five it was released here as beyond darkness it's an italian uh movie that i think i actually have seen it and then house two right because you remember house we watched that the william cat movie house two the second story is released in italy as la casa six the house six (laughs) okay and it doesn't stop there because then right nobody remembers this but there was a house three because yep. here it was called the horror show. Internationally, it was called House Three, but in Italy, it was La Casa Seven. Oh my God, <laughs> that is about as easy to follow as this movie. <laughs> Colin, you're giving us like horror algebra questions. Basically, yes. Yeah. Basically, they get yeah. word problems. <laughs> I can't. I can't even keep track of this. This is a, it's amazing. So yeah, so we know this as witchery. Uh, some people may know it as La Casa 4, and uh, you viewers are out there to torment us because, I mean, the, the reason that anybody would see this movie, I suppose, is because it stars David Hasselhoff and Linda Blair. It tr- truly does. I do wonder how they got involved with this. Yeah, what was the state of both of their careers at this point in time that led them to this well um hasselhoff was on so i looked this up like right before we did the show because i was like where in the because hasselhoff right was night rider for a lot of years and uh, apparently that was 82 to 86 right and uh it was funny when i was googling him uh one of the things that he was saying was like you know some actors have uh easy stuff to do they get a good script like reservoir dogs or something i had a harder job i had to talk to a car yeah but that's called you're that's called acting bro it's your job like we had to talk against an inanimate object that didn't talk back uh well it did i guess in in the post uh so anyway night rider had ended in 1986 and uh he didn't know right 
that Baywatch was on the horizon, that in 1989, David Hasselhoff would become the most watched actor in the world, according to Guinness? Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. With Baywatch, Panic at Malibu Pier, a 1989 TV movie. Yep. And so panic at Malibu Pier. I have seen these (laughs) 10 episodes where they panicked at Malibu Pier. Well, before, before Baywatch came to his rescue, David Hasselhoff was in a career... A slump. He didn't know what he was going to do because he was that guy who talked to a car. Nobody wanted to hire him. And so what do you do when nobody wants to hire you as an actor? You make music. You you go to Rome, as Al Pacino says in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, or you go to Rome. And so (laughs) Rome beckoned with a paycheck. Yeah. I think this movie was actually shot in uh, Massachusetts, though. I mean, they would have to be. Otherwise, they shipped in 10 Massachusetts uh, accented actors to be in this movie because, boy, is it heavy. (laughs) Was there I was actually looking. I'm like, there were some Italian actors, identifiably Italian actors like in Chicken Wire Hell and all that. So some of this was (laughs) filmed back in a studio in Italy. They uh, put those cutaways in there. Uh, Linda Blair. Um, I don't think she's on the Saturday Night Freak Show Wall Wall of Fame yet. She's got to be close. We did do Hell Night. Yep. Yeah. Um, but I don't know that we've done because what was it? Roller Boogie was she in? She was in a movie called Savage Streets, which was directed by the guy who did Friday the Thirteenth Part Five, Danny Steinemann. And yep. in that one, uh, you'll remember she dresses all in leather and has a crossbow, and she's like a Charles <laughs> Bronson kind of you know uh, avenging <laughs> hey. angel. Audience, where were you on that one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and her career resurgence in the movie Repossession alongside Leslie Nielsen oh, yeah. had not happened yet in 1988. So right. I think she was always the girl from The Exorcist. I mean, you know, obviously she was in those exploitation movies uh, when she was in uh, her early 20s. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And so this is probably like a natural progression. You go to except the italian movie because i was i was going like why is she in this movie until the end and then it was answered <laughs> right, yeah. yes <laughs> well we didn't really why is anybody in this movie until the end <laughs> just, why this movie? just in general why this movie yeah. why this movie? this movie scrambled my brain yeah yeah so you're saying you may have a little hard time recalling all the particulars of this movie i think most people would <laughs> yeah and i can't imagine most people have a hard time recalling the particulars because they got 30 minutes and were like, no, yeah, I'm, not doing, no yeah. I'm not doing this. Should they stick with it for the full running time is the question that I guess I have been plaguing myself with. Uh, <laughs> because admittedly, it is a very slow start. And we were sitting there going, I have no idea what's going on. I, I have no idea who these people are. It is one of those movies that introduces a ton of characters in scenes that seem unrelated to each other and also don't seem to have any kind of forward, like, like you see how this is all going to connect. Yeah. Who a lot lot of real estate talk. I would argue nothing connects in this movie. Yeah. (laughs) Connection is like the key thing that's missing from this movie. Well, that's why you listen to us, uh, Saturday night free show listeners. (laughs) We are going to do the heavy lifting and we're going to try and make this movie make some kind of sense. Is it going to be impossible? I don't know if I'm up to that. (laughs) I don't know either. That's what it's going to be fun. Let's see what happens. All right. Who are, our characters 
in this movie. Fuck if I know. I don't well, know what anyone is. We, 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 we start out <laughs> in, cold open. an unspecified year. There's a pregnant woman. A pregnant woman is being chased by, as you somebody said, the children of the, the children corn. of the corn. Yeah. An unspecified year. So, okay, we need to we need to talk about this. What year do we think this was supposed to be? I think it was supposed to be like ancient times, like yeah. at least three hundred years prior. Yeah, like I'm watching this and I'm thinking, okay, they think this is supposed to be like Salem, yeah, like yeah. like Salem witch trials, right? Yes. And right. they're like clearly running into a house that was built in the 1800s. Clearly, yeah. I guess that's the thing that you can't. They don't put like a filter on the camera or do anything to make it look old timey. It's or just, just a year, yeah, or a year. Dude, the dudes with the pitchforks were wearing Nikes. <laughs> they were wearing Nikes. They were painted black, but they were Nikes. They well, could have just put text on the screen, though, Sean. I mean, like you're saying, they could have just put, you know, give me something. Fall eighteen, whatever, you know, yeah. New England. Yes, you figure it out. Something. Yeah, but there's nothing. <laughs> These guys uh, with the size and the pitchforks and wearing the big black, uh, wide brimmed hats chase yeah. a woman down through this. It's a house or a hotel. Um, it has a very long hallway that we're going to spend most of the movie in, apparently, with a lot of doors off it. It's very blah. But anyway, she's pregnant. She's wearing a white dress. This is significant. And you got to save that for later. And she jumps through a window to escape them and plummets to her death. I do believe that she may have had a necklace with a crystal on it that flashed a little bit before she went out the window. Yes. It's a, so. it's a pin. It's like a brooch. Okay, yeah. she defenestrated herself. She yes. did self defenestrated. Self defenestrated. <laughs> Cut two. Apparently, sometime later. To uh, you think you're going to a self defense class, and you end up in a self defenestration class. And you're like, oh no, 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 we're going through the window. <laughs> now the thing I, I mix up happens all the time. The thing I liked about this cut to the supposed present day is that I think it's David Hasselhoff. And his girlfriend, um, played by Linda Jennings. Uh, the only reason I know that is because I looked it up because there's oh, no, so much. Isn't it Leslie Cummings? Leslie Cummings. Okay, thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, she. So it's he's in the movie. He's a photographer, and and she is uh, researching a thesis that she's doing on the witch's light. Yeah, because she's found an ancient German book that talks about a witch who lived in the New World and was uh, was she put to death? I can't even remember at some place that might be this place. I mean, why not? You know? Yeah, the the the, they're back at the hotel and it's supposedly haunted by a witch. That is kind of the setup we get going into this. Yeah, and the (laughs) the window has not been repaired in three hundred years. No, why would it? Now, Colin, no, this part got me a little excited at first, though, because it reminded me of City of the Dead, where that story starts off with a college student going to this town to visit to write her thesis on satanic witchcraft. And I was like, and that's a good movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so maybe, it's a promising concept. It's very possible but, that they saw that movie and that was where they launched their start from it. So so they're squatting in this hotel. It's abandoned, right? Right. It's on an island off the coast of massachusetts somewhere and uh, no one goes there because of the story of the witch that haunts the place right yes um 
but almost immediately, I think. Okay, so what's the dynamic between uh, the Hoff and uh, Leslie? Hate. It's just it's just hate and and not liking each other. No, uh, she's a virgin, and he doesn't understand why. <laughs> Exactly. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. But also, but like, is he sure? Because she mumbles everything she says. So I don't, I can't understand a word this woman says. So she sleeps. The <laughs> delivery is that she falls asleep at the end of every one of her sentences. She might be narcoleptic for all I know because she falls asleep at the end of every sentence and it just falls off. And yes, she mumbles everything. It's a bizarre performance. It's bizarre. I mean, a lot of the performances are bizarre. Um, Indeed. Uh, hers is just kind of, you know, well, I was reading this book and the book was about satanic rituals that were performed and need virgin yes. blood. You know, I mean, satanic that's rituals, satanic, are correct, satanic. And she starts every sentence with, well, I was reading this book and it's like, <laughs> shut up about the book. God. Well, Hoff God. even tells her, and you then know, she reads from the book and she, it's horrible. Like, I can't listen to her. She has no enthusiasm for life, it would seem. <laughs> and, and she has no zest. No zest. <laughs> no zest. And it just doesn't speak like a normal human being. Yeah. Yeah. Well, nobody does. For her. Nobody does in this movie. I mean, like next to her, David Hasselhoff comes off as like the most enthusiastic actor uh, he comes off well, I guess, because of the people he's surrounded by. You're like, oh, look, he's actually acting. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's yes. like, oh, oh wow. Um, he's a, he a true Gary, and he is upset because it's not natural that a woman of your age still be a virgin, right? Mm-hmm. And he is doing his damnedest to try and uh, deflower her, which it turns out, if he did, would have saved, uh, you know, I mean, a lot of. <laughs> <laughs> to, be, to be fair, I don't think the hawk has ever encountered a virgin who then left still a virgin. So, yeah. So he really is like, I don't, I don't understand. He's like, I you, don't. You don't want to no. me? <laughs> yeah. So this is a pro pro sex movie. Uh, it's basically saying you should you should do it to. I, to, I think it's a so pro do, sex with the Hoff movie. Yeah. Don't end up a ritual sacrifice. Uh, you know. Right. Uh, exactly. Save yourself from the Satanists. Have the sex. Have the sex. Um, Okay, but on the mainland, there's a whole lot of stuff going on because there's uh, Linda Blair. Yes, she wakes up. She was was she having the dream uh, when the woman jumped out of the window and then she woke up, um, kind of dressed the same way, and it is revealed that she is uh, pregnant. It's and I think you're supposed to think obviously modern day at this point. Yep. So yes, and then we follow her around for a little bit. She survives a witchery moment. She does. A witchery moment from who? Uh, Construction workers. Oh, sorry. That's right. Hildegard. (laughs) The lady in black who appears, you know, as people do in these movies, they're in a shot and then they're gone. Uh, But there's this mysterious woman in black who is played by the German actress Hildegard Kniff. Who I, I, (laughs) I looked her up. It's uh, a few different ways, so I think it's Neff. Neff? Yeah, yeah, I looked her up, too, and I looked up her... her she did mostly uh, European movies, and American ones, too, um, but you want to know what my favorite title for one of her movies is? Tell me. Why the UFOs Steal Our Lettuce. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> 
That's one of her later day no. movies. I think that's near uh, witchery on her filmography. From 19, well, from 1980, she plays Peter's mother in Why the UFOs Steal Our Lettuce. Oh, my God. I'm, I got to learn more about this movie. <laughs> yeah, I think she um, she was a significant actress, I think, in pre-war Germany. I think she yeah. had an invitation to come over here, but there was some... Uh, I think she did... A star in some Hollywood movies, but I think she had a problem because one of the guys that she had dated was a Nazi. That didn't go over well. And yeah. then uh, she left the 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 business, I think, and then became like a singer and like had twenty three albums or something like that. I think if I'm talking about the right person, uh, not yep. Ann Ann Ross, I think is the other person is in this is also a singer, right? Um, yeah. But. Um, and then in the end of her career, yeah, she did the UFO movie and witchery and stuff like that. <laughs> yep. So she plays the the woman in black, uh, who I guess we're supposed to take it. This is the witch who haunts the hotel. Yes, I would assume. Okay. And Linda Blair has a family. Uh, she goes to see her family. She survives this accident where, like, all these steel girders, like, fall off of. Uh, they're all strung together. It's very dangerous looking and almost kill her on the street. So then you're like, well, was the witch trying to kill her? Uh, what was what was the point of this? No, movie? the witch saved her. The witch saved her from. Okay. She ne- yeah, she needed her for the ritual. She blinded her. <laughs> yeah, she blinded her and stopped her from walking. So that oh, with, with the witch's light, right? Yeah. Right. yeah. Uh, the witch's Rich. light appears many times during the movie. David Hasselhoff at some point is uh, his, because his girlfriend is like obsessed with the esoteric sciences, as he calls it. Mm-hmm. Spending too much time on that. Uh, he tries to photograph it because um, apparently if you go up in the the window where the woman dr- jumped out and looked down, you can actually photograph the witch light. Which is like a big lens flare. Yeah. I'm not entirely positive. What the, I guess the witch light is responsible for a lot of the uh, uh, vortexes and stuff that we will eventually encounter in this movie. But first of all, the cast is rounded out by Linda Blair's, uh, I think it's mother and father. I think she's adopted based on what I read about the movie. But yes, her mom and dad. <laughs> <laughs> it, it really it matters not. For the what, was there some novel that goes into backstory or something? What did you read about this? <laughs> it just said that she's adopted. It, it's just like one line on Wikipedia. So who, who even knows? Maybe it was in the movie and we just glide, just passed us by. Possible. So is this a, is this a George went is a certified genius situation. Certified, did you, did you, uh, Hildegard Neff is a certified genius as well. I don't know if you guys knew this. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, her mom and dad are, they have bought this property like sight unseen or something. Like, uh, something like that feels like it, or they're, or they're really close to buying it and they want to inspect it, look at it first before they buy it and see if they're going to fix it up. Okay. So. They're going to bring, they're going to bring uh little Blair's little brother, Tommy, yeah. who's like, you remember house by the cemetery. Did we watch house by the cemetery with Bob? Well, no, Bob was in, uh, was he in city of the living dead? No, he was house remember. by the cemetery, a little blonde kid. Usually these Italian movies, a little blonde boy, but he yeah. also mumbles and talks his way through. Like, you know, like this is this kid's first ever movie. Uh, he gets a little recorder. Uh, Linda Blair gives him for his birthday and he gets on the ferry as they're going over the island. Just Jane, I love you. Jane, I love you. Jane, I love you. Jane, I love you. Jane. And you're like, oh, oh my God, how can we strangle this kid? Get him out of <laughs> Yeah. When that actually did happen, I was like, yes, yes. Kid. <laughs> <I know. laughs> Kill that little boy. <laughs> so they meet up with uh, a real estate uh, agent and they call a woman in the shower. 
who had a great exchange because she hears the phone ring and she gets out of the shower and she's like to her boyfriend, did you hear the phone ring? And he's like, nope. His, yeah, his line is like, no. <laughs> this woman. Every is, person in this movie is awful. Uh, right. Uh, awful, awful varying, varying degrees of maybe entertaining, but all definitely awful. Uh, this woman, the blonde, uh, at this time, David Hasselhoff's wife. Get out. Yep, Was she? They were married. What's yep. her name? J, it starts with a J, I believe. Hold on, I got it up here somewhere. Maybe. Uh, Catherine, no, Catherine Hickland. Oh, okay. And they were married at the time. Yep. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> German? I mean, I don't know. Doesn't matter. Maybe. Maybe he met her over in there. I don't know. Yeah, I don't She wondered. seemed pretty American. Yeah. Uh, so she is uh, somehow part of a real estate. She like she's also supposed to show the house. I don't understand how there were two real estate agents, but whatever. I think she's more of the inspection of uh, one's trying to sell it, one's there. She's there to tell them if it's a sound investment. Actually, if if the bones are good, if you know if they can actually do something with it. And is it, it okay? Is, is it that they have a realtor? They have a realtor, and then the realtor of the house. So there's two realtors. Yeah, that's what right? it seemed like. Right? Yep. Yeah. I was okay. a bit confused. Okay, so we get all these people. Yeah, I mean, I'm making that up. Okay. No, and, that's fine. Uh, to okay. argue it any further would be futile. And they okay. all go over to the island where uh, David Hasselhoff and his girlfriend are squatting, right? And so there's the the idea that they may be discovered hiding upstairs because they left a hot plate. It's just like what the okay, what what are we doing here? Yes, a hot plate is a turning point in this movie. Yeah, I left the hot plate. Oh, they're gonna know that I'm here. Somebody else was in the house. It's still warm. Yeah, and um, so then uh, mysterious. Really this movie, I, I feel like hot plates were a bigger deal at one point because right. everybody was camping. Oh, like I got to take my hot plate with me. So they get to this uh, mansion and they're being shown around, and then a storm comes up. Storms are brewing, and so this means, of course, that they are going to be unable to leave the island. I forget did the boat that brought them over did it like leave? Was that well? Yeah. The, guy, the guy who brought the, them. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Yeah, the guy, like the fisherman dude, was like messing with his fishing net, oh. and we see him, and then they cut back to him, and he's like hanging from the fishing net, and the boat's driving itself away. Yeah, because he got he got witcheried. Yep, he got witchered. Yep. The the lady in black showed up. Yeah, he hit the the witching happened. Is that it? The witching. <laughs> ooh, 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 copyright. I don't. The I, 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 I like it. I haven't seen that anywhere. The witching. We'll go with that. All right. So That's surprising. What I told someone I was watching. I don't know. The witching. <laughs> I'm actually kind of surprised that so far it's like, all right, but as we're describing this, this kind of makes sense. It's like I follow it, but I didn't follow it while we were watching the movie. <laughs> no, don't try to make sense of this movie, Colin. Don't be Stockholmed into believing that this made sense because it didn't. Okay, so what actually? So what begins to happen to these folks as they now are spending the night trapped on the island? Uh, Linda Blair goes to take pills of some sort. Green, probably in the green bathroom vitamins or something, and drops it in a gross bathtub, Ugh. and then reaches her hand down and gets. Sucked down the drain <laughs> mm-hmm. to hell. Mm-hmm. All right, and we get a we get a nice overlay of a red swirl, which obviously means portal to hell. 
Why is there a portal to hell? Like while she's screaming, yeah. Why is there a portal to hell in the bathtub? I mean, why not? Was there a witch light? No, it was just the portal. portal. Okay, just went to a portal and she got sucked down. Uh, And this is where we get our first instance of chicken wire hell. (laughs) Now, for those of you unaware of chicken wire hell, if you've spent any time in certain haunted houses around Halloween, you know that they have a chicken wire hallway, and there's people back there. Pretending to be demons. Yeah, just screaming. Bring you into hell. And we kind of have that because this movie takes a turn, as Michaela said, because what are the, there's a couple demons. Set it up. Describe who they, what they look like, what they're doing. <laughs> uh, it's like an old Italian couple <laughs> behind chicken wire. <laughs> and they have what looks to be a dead fetus and are pulling it apart and eating it and throwing chunks of it at Linda Blair through the chicken wire. And this goes on for a really long time. <laughs> a very long time. And then she wakes up from a dream, and it's unclear if that actually happened or not. So right, she wakes up and uh, gets found on the floor by the rest of her yeah. family, who are all, you okay? Yeah, but she's like, I want to leave, and that's when they find out that the boat has gone, and, and they're screwed. Um, and I think at some point here, they uh, team up with uh, the Hoff and his Mrs. Um, and they're all like, okay, we're, we're stuck. He's got a, he's got a, like a little raft. Uh, Zodiac. He's, yeah. He's yeah. like, we can take that. I can't take everybody. It t- seats like two people, but nobody ever uses it. I think the explanation is the water is just like too choppy and we're just not going to get, be able to, to get it, uh, to get off, you know? So mm-hmm. ding convenience. So, um, more, strange happenings befall the folks uh-huh. i think the first is the mother um who uh i think that's is annie ross she's the another yeah, she's the, the mother she's rose i think they were trying to get betty davis believe it or not to play this part or, or the witch i can't remember that was <laughs> right. on wikipedia oh, wow. it said they were well, trying apparently to get... partook in witchcraft in her spare time yeah uh <laughs> so and like, we'll get her so what happens to her the characters start to just wander off I think. Exactly. As, as, as they do when they when you get to the house, you tend to just wander away from the safety of people. Um, she, where does she go? Well, I remember she went to hell. I think she character. went. She was like looking down. Uh, was it the laundry chute? And then all of a sudden, it was screaming, right. and it was like ah ah. And then all of a sudden, there's the big swirly red thing, and then she yep. runs up. In Chicken Wire Hell. And in Chicken Wire Hell, the demons, quote-unquote demons, who the elderly Italian couple are covered in rags, of course, um, they sew her mouth shut in a graphic scene of uh, needlework. It goes on for too long. Yeah, this is the first, I think, our first real instance of something um, drastically more gory than the rest of the movie. We're like, oh, they're they're doing something at this point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Took us a while to get here, but they're actually, you know, trying trying to accomplish something. So I, I guess that the demons are just there to they they want to suck them down to hell one by one. Again, I'm going to lean on this witch light because I'm pretty sure there's a flash, even though we don't see, or maybe Probably. we do see the little crystal. Uh, even though I'm not entirely sure how this wraps into anything, because I do remember uh, the esoteric uh, sciences book. That is brought up several times um, when uh, Hoff's girlfriend is reading from it says something about the witch's light for the pregnant woman will make her uh, labor 
uh, like into ecstasy, labor pains into ecstasy or something like that, which is some kind of foretelling because we know we got a pregnant Linda Blair there. She's just wandering around the house. We For a while, I'm like, I don't even know who the central characters are. No idea. In this, because they spend enough time with everybody and they're all just kind of wandering around and you're like, what the... Uh, I think the blonde real estate lady is uh, horny, right? And she's trying I, I think, to apparently because she's going after the guy, the one, the other real estate. Yeah, guy. she. Like, really? Wait, no, it's established. She likes work and sex. Right, right. With her yeah. boyfriend back in the city, right before she <laughs> she leaves, and then she comes right. here, and so Correct. they are about to get busy in a room. I think at night she's like, "Why don't you come to my room?" And he's like, "Okay," and they go into the room, and then there's a candle. That emits the witch light, and And suddenly they're sucked into hell. (laughs) Like even before that, they're not—they just like look at each other and start undressing. Like they don't even—they're not even kissing. There's no like makeup at all. It's a—it's a a weird dance. It's really weird. (laughs) A weird seductive dance that is staring at each other, undressing. No, don't touch me. Just take your clothes off. Yeah, it's real weird. Yeah, because then it it cuts away from that, and then it comes back, and then I think dressing up a doctor is weird. Yeah, basically yes. And then I think they're starting to get busy, but they're still like mostly dressed, or she's at least in a, a nightgown. It's they're and mostly some... dressed, yeah. And they and get, and then they look into a flame, and like you said, they get sucked down. This was the funniest one of the portal <laughs> suckdowns because it's both of them side by side going, ah! like waving their hands in front <laughs> of their face. Yeah. Like it was it's... very funny. Yeah, but like anything can just be a portal to hell. But also, didn't know the portal to hell was real because they made it seem like it was her dream. But apparently it is real because it happens to these people. Wait, go back back to the the mouth-sewing woman. What was her portal? How did she get sucked down? I think she went down a laundry chute or a chimney. I'm not entirely sure. I just remember that shot of her like... right. It was like a safe. She opened a door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a safe. Oh, and she looked into it, and then all of a sudden she was sucked down into it. That's right, that's right. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to put this together to like make some sort of sense of it out of it because you get one that was fire, one that was water. I'm like, okay, we're working with the elements, right? Yeah, well, it was just wood. Fire. And then I'm like, well, I don't understand what the rest are. Yeah, because they I get they get sucked down to two by four hell. Earth, water. Yeah. Yes. There's no chicken wire. It's just two <laughs> by fours. And even though they're in this two by four hallway, we cut away to something and we cut back and all of a sudden the blonde is tied to a chair and being tortured by the demons while the real estate guy clutches his crucifix necklace and prays to God. Right. And I don't even remember what happened to her. I think they were cutting on her or something. It's too long. The, the, The shot is it's too long on her. It really does feel like a bad haunted house. Because mm-hmm. they can only do so much to her. She's just sitting in the chair and they're like pulling on ropes around her and, and sawing at her wrist maybe a little bit. Like the ropes were grinding on her and so her wrist is bleeding. And she's just kind of out of it looking at things. And then it's the guy yelling at her for like two minutes. Which got real fucking annoying. I don't like this guy. But that that was it. And then, we, she, then she's gone and then he gets... Um, ends up uh being crucified basically yeah we, we get him getting nailed to a cross yeah um in in two by four hell and then later he shows up uh upside down mounted on the hill or the the rocks outside yeah. the hotel and all of the folks have to watch as he's burned because the witch uh still lives in the house although she tells little tommy 
No one lives in this house. <laughs> right? Right, but what, to get the voice right, Colin, you have to like, smoke for the next 30 yeah. years. Yeah, no one lives in this <laughs> house. be German. Yeah, there yeah. you go. There you go. That's better. Um, and so she lights a voodoo doll on fire, and that causes the, the upside-down crucifix to, to burn. I think the upside-down crucifix is part of the artwork for this movie. So if you've seen the, the, the poster for Witchery, I think that's on there. Um The other cast members are like, we have to get off we, this island. Uh, David Hasselhoff says, like, well, I can send a signal. And so he runs down to the beach and fires off a flare. And then uh, little Tommy had met this girl in a wheelchair earlier who said, don't go to that island. And she sees the flare and tells her dad, who's chilling in bed, smoking on his waterbed, reading yeah, The Godfather. Yeah, not, he's not getting out of that bed. He, <laughs> this guy's not giving up for anything. He's, <laughs> he's, the yeah. he's reading The Godfather, sitting on a waterbed with a cigarette. Like, I wouldn't want to be disturbed either. You no, know? that man is yeah. at peace at that moment. <laughs> This did. I think this. The nineteen eighties dream. He's just like, keep watching that stuff. You're giving yourself nightmares. She was watching like a World War II movie, but the yeah. cut oh, to it. Cut. Yeah. Oh yeah, the greatest cut in this movie. Yep. Which was what? Uh, the shooting of the of the flare gun. Cut to trucks on the TV blowing up. But we don't know that, though. But we don't know what's on the TV. Right. We don't know what's on the TV. We just get a flare going up and then cut to trucks, trucks exploding. Up, and, I'm like, yeah. and I'm like, oh, it got exciting. Yeah, David Hasselhoff <laughs> yeah, blew up exciting. a bunch of vehicles with his flare gun. That was unexpected because witchery, right? It blew the flare back down and blew up. And then you're like, wait, wait, are there trucks on this island? Oh, no, it's just this girl watching TV. She tells her dad, you know, hey, you got there's people out there. And he's like, go away, little girl. And, uh, don't bother me with that. Go away or I'll put you in another wheelchair. <clears throat> yep, yeah, and that's the end of that scene. I don't know what it existed for. However, there's a subplot because the real estate agent's dad, who I love the way we're introduced to this guy. <clears throat> uh, right? Because he's oh, an yeah, Oh yeah, the also the worst the worst actor in this movie, the most unpassionate actor in this movie. He's very dramatic. He shouts a lot of his lines, you know, because yeah. that's but, the how but you know. His nuts. face doesn't change. Like have you ever seen someone shout but look calm while doing it? We have to go out to the island and find it because my son might be out there. I need you to take your boat and take me out to the... It's that kind of delivery. Is that about right? That's all right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because um, I think maybe he also saw the flare. He knows that his son's out in the island. He just knows that they went there and haven't come back. Yeah. That's all he's got. So his whole thing is trying to get a local to take him out there. They're like the sheriff is like, even God wouldn't be able to cross the seas because we're mixing in our religious, uh, you know, uh, imagery there or sure. themes because there's witchery afoot. Uh, and so eventually he gets a helicopter and where I'm sitting there going like, okay, so the water's choppy, but the air, there's no storm clouds or nothing. No, we see it coming in off the horizon and a nice sun backlit, you know, sunset. <laughs> As it tries to approach the island, but apparently it's windy or something and they can't land. There's not even anywhere I can land. And the survivors are trying to signal like, no, we're here. This is this is the worst trying to signal. Like I've never seen people back away from the window they should be at and yell at a helicopter. Mm-hmm. Like the the worst way to try and get a helicopter's attention. But even before this situation, we have one more character that gets knocked off. 
because after the um, real estate agent is burned on the front lawn, we get more voodoo, this time with Needles and the uh, the dad of the group and his veins and oh, everything. Yeah. This is where he's just, yeah, she's poking him, and so he's bleeding from everywhere, but there's a, there's a, a really fun effect where his, the veins in his hands get real big and bulgy, and they start <laughs> pulsing as, you know, and, and he's... He's making a noise as he sounds like he's struggling to breathe. And yeah. if if they pulled out to a wide shot, two people were sitting three feet from him and did yeah. not notice that this was going on until <laughs> Hasselhoff was like, hey, is he okay? And he tries to help this man. And this man is just like, he, he's hypertension the person. Like his veins are just exploding. Blood is spurting all over Hasselhoff. Right in the, mm-hmm. He gets it right in the face. <laughs> yeah. Because the guy's right, neck exploded. Right, yeah. Covering right strawberry face. blood. And so he's just, he, he gets, uh, uh, he leaks everywhere and he's gone. So that's another one down. Hasselhoff covers him up and he's like. Uh, uh. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. He did not get, he did <laughs> not get. Between like the bulging neck and Hasselhoff's face as he knows what's about to happen. It's so funny. We're like three times. It does. Like, he knows what's coming. He's like, oh, no, it's next. <laughs> Very good. Yep, right in the and face. And strawberry blood. Yeah. Yep. This guy did not get pulled. Uh, he didn't get go through a portal. Nope. He just was a victim of voodoo. Because she's up in the, there's a room, I guess, on the top of the hotel that I think they had established earlier, like, you know, there's some kind of weird geography. If I'm here, I can't see a light there. Or I did see a light there in the top room or something like that. Sure. I don't know. The room doesn't exist in certain time periods or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But there's another. Somebody else gets pulled down to chicken wire hell. And that is, of course, H- H- uh, Hasselhoff's girlfriend. Okay. His virgin girlfriend? His virgin yes. girlfriend. The virgin don't girlfriend. forget that. <laughs> <laughs> so virgin girlfriend. Uh, I don't even remember how she got uh, warped. It seemed like she was sleeping. Or she no. was sleeping. We we just kind of encounter her in Chicken Wire Hell, I think, in a bed surrounded by the demons, and then the devil shows up because he's gonna should make an appearance at some point. Because all these movies, right? It it, it does seem like I know on our best and worst uh, we were talking about the Exorcist. There's one Exorcist story, and then there's the uh, the Antichrist story yeah. which is rosemary's baby or the omen right it's like they all yeah. go back to those those are, you know it's like you can't do it any better <laughs> than they did it in, in the 1970s so she is uh raped by the devil who's the devil in another scene that goes on a little too long yep well it, it's supposed to be i think the scene from rosemary's baby they're just recreating that the dream scene from rosemary's baby yeah. except their version of the devil is like an Italian model with, uh, you know, like a bunch of uh, oh, pancake yeah. ma- makeup and slick and back hair. And it's got hair. a mouth that looks like it had been sewn shut, but got cut open a little bit. And it's right. Yeah, this is it was. I thought this was creepy. Like I'll give him credit for this one. Yeah, because he just keeps going rah, 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 and yeah. it's all frayed, and you know. Yeah. Uh, and, and I guess. I was intuiting that it was the devil, even though when he first appeared, I thought maybe it was the real estate agent who was possessed. Okay. Cause he's not like physically dissimilar from that guy. Right. So I thought like, maybe he had just slicked his hair back and this was the remnants of what happened to him. 
Yeah, yeah, but no, I think it was supposed to be that's the devil, and the devil has now had sex with uh, Le- Leslie. Yes. Okay. And then she, so she wakes up from the nightmare, but she's all bloody, and so that means something something happened. And then the, she the virgin blood. Yep. Yeah, and she quickly gets dressed, and uh, David Hasselhoff's like, "Come on, we gotta go." You know, we're gonna right, right. The helicopter. Now, I know that. You've been sitting here going like, well, you haven't really talked about Linda Blair. She did not. When she went down to Chicken Wire Hell, she didn't actually like stay in Chicken Wire Hell, which uh, was an anomaly because everybody else who went down to Chicken Wire Hell got uh, like killed or kept there. Well, right. Well, she's got to be um, she has to be kept alive and protected. She is the pregnant one. Yeah, she went down to Chicken Wire Hell and they're like, ooh, a vessel. We're going to use this one. Right. We're going to eat your what, baby. What, that's, that's the craziest thing ever if someone came up and you like, ooh, a vessel. So at some point there is an exposition dump. Uh, this comes courtesy, I think, of her, right? She explains that in this in the book that I read, there was a story about this witch, and so she used to be a famous Hollywood actress or something. Yeah, they're basically telling the story of Hildegard. Yeah, yeah. The woman in black, the witch, is this actress who went missing and somehow was into witchcraft or maybe crystals or something or who knows and disappeared <laughs> and now haunts this island. It's very vague because I'm like, now, is this we place? We just know that she was probably crazy. <laughs> yeah, for certain, she was a little crazy. Yeah, uh, she was not present three hundred years ago when the pregnant woman defenestrated herself. Right. No. Uh, so, what connection does she have to the that hotel? A great question, Colin. <laughs> I was trying to make this out, but I'm like, I don't know. Right. No, I, I can only imagine that it was the same process um, that is happening now. She just they just didn't show her in the first yeah, cold they, open. Yeah, they said that she she moved to this house that she just really liked this house. Right. That, she that was it. She was a former owner of the house. Oh, like, okay, so that's the only connection is people that have come to this house. <laughs> so what we're I think then supposed to infer here is that she was into witchcraft. Right. Moved out there because there was a, uh, you know, well, I mean, it's going to be like a Lucio Fulci thing, right? Like the the hotel is built, built on one of the seven doorways to hell. It's not sure. said, but I mean, that's what all these Italian movies end up doing. The house is always built on a portal to hell. That's why people are falling down bathroom drains and chimneys and whatever. I think we right. actually do find the body of uh, um, the mom. Oh, yeah. She ends up in a chimney. Okay, this scene, this is like, the Italians always got to have a scene like this, and I love them for it. But, like, so she gets her mouth stitched shut, and then gets, like, bound and gagged and, like, and dropped down this chimney upside down. And she's dripping blood slowly onto, like, the kindling paper, and they don't notice it. And they have a whole fire going in the fireplace that is slowly roasting her alive, and we see pieces of her face, like, sliding off, which, like... The, the idea around this scene of building the suspense of like, is she going to get burned alive? Are they going to find out? Is a good idea. It's just not executed very well. Right. But I like that the, the the Italians always set up these scenes where like you as the audience know the horrible thing that's about to happen, but the characters in the scene are oblivious to it. Mm. You know, Torso did that too. We've seen like a lot of movies like that, and I I do like when they try and do that. 
but like they really didn't smell someone slow cooking in this <laughs> fireplace. Like <laughs> she gets burned to a crisp. We see you later on. Yeah. yeah, and then they make a comment. They're like, "What was that chair made of? It smells horrible in here." Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, the kindling that they were burning. Yeah. yeah. So her burned corpse like dangles from the fireplace. Everybody's all freaked out. They miss the helicopter, and um, little Tommy, I think, notices that the woman in black is up in the room, even though clearly Tommy is colorblind because... Um, she's Yeah, at this point, she's wearing white. She's wearing white. I think right. there's also like a little uh, bit of business where they try somehow on Tommy's tape recorder, there's like a German spell. I think that actually... Mm-hmm precedes the dad uh, bursting with blood out of his veins is they're listening to this spell or something much like evil dad and Hoff is making yo mama jokes to the kid oh yeah when they're discussing it and and wait isn't isn't this the kid is seeing a woman in black he's seeing the old like hollywood lady right he had been seeing her the entire time yeah lady in black this last time after the whole helicopter incident when they are finally released from the house when the helicopter is going away he looks up to the room where the lady in black usually is like there she is the lady in black and then he really and then later after hoff runs in he's like that's not her because it's not Uh, anymore yeah yeah yeah, mention of it so who is it so Hoff runs in to go see what's going on. Leslie runs after him. They end up going to uh, the room at the top of the hotel, and it is a possessed. What's her name? Uh, Linda Blair. Blair. Linda Blair. Now, surprise. The it's, uh, <laughs> Linda Bear, Blair possessed in a horror movie? Get right. out. I don't believe you. Right? It is uh, kind of hilarious. I mean, it's kind of great. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I was kind of digging this part of the movie because the movie had actually like once it starts getting into like the effects work and all that, it starts to go bananas. Right. Right. And this kind of was part of that because you've got Linda Blair in this fright wig. Right. Uh, All of her hair is like basically standing up. I think it's a wig. She had enough hair at this. All they had to do was like gel it up and poof it out. They just teased it out. Yeah. Um, if you've ever seen, there's a couple of uh, stills from um, the Exorcist, like Dick Smith's, uh, like uh, w- what he was trying to do with Reagan to, you know, show that she was possessed. There is a shot of Linda Blair looking like this, uh, and it was it was discarded. And then they went with the scarred, you know, version mm-hmm. that's actually in the movie. Uh, but she looks like this, and what it sounded like was that. Uh, Hildegard, the woman playing the woman in black, had recorded the lines, yes. which are, you know, something to the effect of, like, all of you are here, part of my evil plan. There's the harlot and the the virgin and the, you know, whatever. Um, I took greed from this one, and I took my ire from that from one. This, right, and I took the virgin's blood. Yep. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, so it's like they recorded her saying it, and so Linda Blair appears to be lip-syncing to the other woman's yep. performance and it's great because <laughs> it's so bad you're just like this is wow. terrible great how do you do audio quotes great great in quote yeah yeah uh well you didn't think it was uh, i mean it was something <laughs> it was something to see that's for sure yeah um and uh and then she starts cackling so now at one point was she possessed because I thought she was actually on the beach with the rest of them while Bob or uh, Tommy was going like, look, the lady's upstairs and they go right, upstairs no, and it's Linda Blair on the front porch with Tommy. 
and then Hoff and Leslie go upstairs, and she's up there. And we're like, uh, whatever. But, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so then they, once they see all this and everything, Hoff and Leslie run away, and this is where the house starts at that, the hotel starts attacking them. Um, uh, I love this windows. Stuff. Windows pop out. Shutters are flying at them. Doors are slamming at them. There's like 15 Italian stagehands like slamming <laughs> doors no, all no, down the hallway. No, no, the rest of the cast was behind those. Doors. <laughs> oh, probably. <laughs> I can almost guarantee it that they did not have enough people that the rest of the cast had to get behind there and start slamming doors. Yeah. And so then um, I think uh, they run out and decide to finally get in the little Zodiac boat to try and get off there. But then they realize. No, but, but my question there was like, how? Like, I thought you couldn't do this. Like, why are they able? Gonna, I think at this point they're going to test it they're because it's it morning shot. and the the seas it's are calm. And, I mean, would you rather stay on the island with the hotel that's attacking you, or would you rather try and risk your life to get off there on the little boat? This is a good point. I'd just Sean. go sit on the beach and watch the house. Just yeah, right? it seems like <laughs> watch it implode. I don't know. The hauntings in this house like seem to range depending on who you are in their severity. You know, so yeah, I, I, maybe I'll take my risk just sitting on the beach, Sean. I would. I'm just like, as long as I keep my eye mm-hmm. on it. Right. But then he realizes that Tommy is not with him. Tommy's still back in the house. I got to go back kid. for Tommy. Uh, so <laughs> no. he leaves Leslie there and he's like, I'm going to go back into the house and go get Tommy. And so he runs back into the house and uh, is killed. He, he is. And he finds Tommy in a room in a corner for whatever reason. Uh, 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 the, the highest room in the tallest tower. Um, and, uh, he's like, Tommy, and then, and then Hoff gets a bloody quote unquote death, which I liked. I'm like, oh shit, they killed him. And he's very bloody. And he gets stabbed in the back with what a candelabra, a sharp candelabra. It looked like it. Yeah. It came out of his stomach. He's like, right. Goes through his stomach and everything. This is also another good cut back and forth between Tommy's reaction. (laughs) Because Tommy's got some good white eyes. Yeah. And so, and so Hoff down. Hoff down, and so Tommy wanders out into the hallway and is grabbed by the possessed Linda Blair. Right, and Leslie has also decided to go inside. In, in a weird cutting moment, she decides to leave the boat on the beach, and then we just cut to the boat floating away. No escape, right? It's going to be no a, it's an awful ending. The, yeah. Uh, so she goes up there, um, uh, discovers the possessed Linda Blair, uh, is backing away from her. Tommy comes out. Uh, we, then while well, we cut to a, a hand, creeping up a wall and getting paint chips off of it. And it's like, oh man, that's a man's hand. Who could that be? The Hoff is still alive for the moment for no reason. Like he comes in, he falls out of a doorway. Just have a bloody hand scraping paint chips off a wall. Right. Right. He goes, and then he's dead. And then that's, that's it for him. Like his, his return was for no specific reason. It's, It's long enough for the kid to hit play on the recorder. That's it. That's what yep. it does. It's a distraction. Mm-hmm. So he hits play on the recorder, and guess what's on the recorder now? Not a not a German spell. It's the recording he made on the ferry coming over. I love you, Linda. I love you, Linda. Or Je- what was her name? Jane. 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 I love you, Jane. I love you, Jane. I love you, Jane. Which, of course, has reaches deep inside the possessed <laughs> mind of Jane and frees jane for a moment and like father karis in the exorcist she becomes herself momentarily and so what does she do she yeah oh i forgot i didn't even click that similarity until just now i'm just like oh yeah she she, i would say she throws herself out a window but no a stunt man in a bad fright wig throws himself out a window (laughs) (laughs) so that we get a repeat of what we saw earlier in the movie Uh uh-huh right 
the the synchronicity of it, and so she sacrifices herself out the window, and she is gone. Yep, and apparently the witch who had possessed her is also gone now, carried to the bottom of the ocean, or at least the rocks below. Yes. And, and then, then we immediately cut to a hospital. Mm-hmm. Immediately, and we have a doctor come in uh, and, and talk to Leslie, who is in uh, a hospital bed, and she only mm-hmm. says, uh, "Well, the tests seem to be fine. Everything should be okay for your well, baby." She, well, she he said that Tommy's fine. Everything's oh, right. fine. Which Tommy has no relation to her. Right. No. So, He's just—they're the survivors. I guess they—they they went through okay. a traumatic moment. The kid and her survived. They're the only people who made it it's off. Just, it's just one of those like movie things that always bugs me. It's like, what is she his guardian now? Like she's a twenty-eight. Right. Like I don't understand what happens now. No, they're just the last two survivors of an event, okay. so they have that association, which I guess is is it. Yeah. But then she's like, "And your baby is fine." My baby. And then my baby. <laughs> but she turns toward the camera. It's 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 great. She turns toward the camera with the my baby line and the still frame and the music plays and it's like get out. And you're like, wait, what? And the music's like da da. Leave, 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 leave before I answer. Get out, get out. Uh it's amazing so and i i was rolling on the floor laughing i it was uh something else so okay now that we've seen uh witchery uh what was the witch's plan it's 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 i think it's always just like give birth to the antichrist or some shit like that it's never that's always what it kind of is sort of something like that uh, but, well, you know, but all it, the other stuff along the way, how was that necessary to birthing the Antichrist? Why did that lady have to get her mouth on shut and roasted alive for birthing the Antichrist? Because I think, well, no, that was explained through the, uh, the both the ritual handbook and the the witch herself or the possessed Linda Blair that somehow in order to create uh, make this ritual happen, yeah. you had to have like five people and they each represent like different human vices right or something and and you have to have virgin blood so it's like it's, uh, yes, the, well, vice, the vice of what were the vices we were witnessing uh, we're, i mean was it supposed to be like the seven deadly sins kind of because it's like horniness greed uh horniness is love thank you sean well, yeah but i'm just i'm going with what they said horniness yeah Lust, know, greed. Like it was it's a seven ninety cent movie. If they were just like greed, and <laughs> yeah. Well, I know she was saying ire, <laughs> so that would be like her anger funny. or whatever. Anger was one, like the witch's anger, right. the virgin. <laughs> David Hasselhoff apparently didn't. He didn't factor into this. He wasn't one, and, and also Tommy because they never got right. portaled and they didn't represent no. any anything. But I guess that's what the the idea is, is that in order for the ritual to take place, there had to be these folks with these set of moral failings all there with a virgin and then that would work. I know because um, I don't, here's what I don't understand. All right. Sorry, that was a that was a pregnant that was a pregnant pause because Okay, so the idea is that uh, uh, um, Leslie is going to be uh, impregnated with the Antichrist, right? But that is like the sec. That's like an afterthought because it seems like uh, 
the witch wants to take possession of Linda Blair, who's already pregnant. And then so she's like, I have Jane's baby and blah, blah, blah. So you, I'm like, what? I, I don't know what I, I, I can't explain it. <laughs> uh, maybe that you, you could say that. And I don't think anyone would come up and be like, hey, I'm going to argue with you on this. Yeah. Uh, I, I think, yeah, insert what you think. I don't get it. Is, yeah. I, yep. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. All right, then. Well, that about covers the movie witchery, but now we're going to go ahead and review it. We're going to tell you what we individually thought about it and whether you should watch it. But first, we're going to have to summon our mailman and he's going to read some of your mail. And in order to do that, we're going to have to summon Igor. Bring us the mail. Masters, masters, the mail. I've got the mail. So many letters. Our followers are rising, rising. Why, thank you, Igor. I think Igor just rides those red portals, like from 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 the basement to his bed. Probably like, he uses them for fun. That's how he appears here, then disappears again in a red swirling portal. Ah, I miss the eighties swirling portal that was their version of it they couldn't do it as good as like richard edland or somebody like that it was the italian version of it which i think was just probably like negative uh shots of flames that were kind of bent okay nice uh, we should remind the good folks at home how they can participate on this interactive portion of our show by following along on facebook facebook.com slash giant freak show or twitter x at that freak show uh, they can email us directly. Saturdayfreakshow@yahoo.com, or they can follow along on Facebook Threads at Saturday Night Freak Show. That's not right; it's Instagram Threads. Yeah, there you go. Um, it's just so many, so many things. Many. Sorry, we're many. we're still getting adjusted to this, the new reality. So, about last week's episode, the best and worst uh, of 2023, Travis Legler writes in and says i'm with sean on the spider-verse and tmnt movies and enjoyed them as a dad i was a little surprised the meg 2 didn't make anyone's worst of list i've been going back and forth on whether it's worth taking a chance on the new exorcist movie but given colin's review and the fact that it's already on sale for 10 bucks makes me think that i'll just wait for them to stream it on netflix Meg 2 didn't make it because nobody saw it. I was going to say, I none of us watched the Meg 2. No, I, w- I was told by somebody else, like, don't watch the Meg 2. I mean, it's just, We hated the first one. Yeah, yeah. yeah There's just no interest there. So no. why why suffer? Which is the same question I'm asking you, Travis. It's like, uh, don't you don't need to suffer through the exorcist. I fell on the sword for you. Why wasn't, he, uh, <laughs> why, why wasn't uh, Statham karate kicking dudes into shark's mouths in the first one? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you, you, seriously. Had, you had your chance and you dropped it, man. I'm not coming yeah. back to see that. Nope. No, nope. I think the Meg I'll too. go see the beekeeper. I'll go see the beekeeper instead <laughs> if I want to see a state. <laughs> yeah. Watch him protect the hive. And the Meg two is currently now streaming on Netflix. So there you go. You Netflix people you can get your fill of the Meg two. Uh, the week before that. we yeah, watched a movie doing? called Stop it. Uh, 30 days of night about that movie. Joey Blythe writes in and says human blood is never blue. The bluish color veins is only an optical illusion. Blue light does not penetrate as far into tissue as red light. And if the blood vessel is sufficiently deep, your eyes see more blue than red reflected light due to the blood's partial absorption. Absorption of red wavelengths. 
There you go. So it's actually, it's, uh, it's always red. Uh, Teresa Ann says, I hate to say it, but I'm kind of shocked that you guys didn't care for 30 days of night. Most horror movie podcasts I've listened to either rave about the movie or at least recommend it. I'm happy that you were brutally honest. And that's what makes your podcast so damn special. Yeah. Uh, I don't, we're, oh, we're going to try and not lie. Thank you. We're going to try and not lie to you. Um, I don't know. It's weird. You hear a lot of horror podcasts and it really does sound like, I don't know. It's just like, really, you guys like this? Like, it almost sounds like mm-hmm. I know it's not correct, but it almost sounds like they're shills for this stuff, no matter what, just because it's a horror movie. And if they bag on it, like uh, the big popular people won't listen to them or something. I don't. Know. I it's, think it's, it's more that everyone just wants to be the first one to rediscover something and reevaluate it so they can be like. Like, you know, we like they want to be the first ones to be like, no, you should revisit this. It's actually good. Mm. Just like us us in witchery. Am I right? Right. right. I just I love the way I love the description, though, because I feel like we're that girl. Like, we're not like other podcasts. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. but We were disappointed in that. We were disappointed in that movie. We wanted to like it. And yeah. we were just more frustrated with it. And we remembered liking yeah. it, I guess, the first time mm-hmm. that we saw it. So it was a uh, reappraisal. It was really good and everything. But, uh, you know, the, the uh, well, we just go listen to the episode. One, uh, Richard Kratzer says the vampires in 30 days of night have horrible manners and are just complete slobs. We made a point of pointing that out. Yep. I agree. They're not. Uh, yeah. You get the really like uh, the hoity toity vampires of uh, um, interview and whatnot. And then you get these guys who are just ripping their meat it apart. Yeah, no, I want a vampire with class and manners. <laughs> right. oh, a, little, a little romance. You're going to fight Yeah, seduce me already. Come on. <laughs> uh, Mark Harrison says, ah, Melissa George, Australian actress, not from Neighbors, but from Home and Away. Now, that probably means more to you if you've actually seen those shows. I incorrectly said. Two soap operas that everyone. Is on. Is oh okay. You gotta serve your serve your time on one of those two shows before you can come to Hollywood. I have to do my penance here and issue a correction that I said that Melissa George was related to Susan George. It turns out she is not. So there you go. How dare you? Uh, Bell Tolls nineteen eighty four says Thirty Days of Night is a great film. It's a shame they didn't actually film it in Utikavik, which is Barrow, Alaska. Though I assume that's in in Inuit. Or something in the language. Uh, well, yeah, it's also not called Barrow anymore. No, that's what it's. Ukwitegavik. Yeah. I'm not you saying keep, right. you keep trying. Colin. Yep. Uh, Auckland, New Zealand was a good stand-in, and they did set up how the city looks and functions pretty good, at least he says. Uh, Crypticus says someone once told me Ben Foster would make a great Freddy Krueger, and I can't stop imagining it. I think hey, so. I say give it a mm-hmm. shot. We need somebody. I mean, mm-hmm. or at least the st- I don't need anybody. The studio needs somebody. <laughs> we good. personally don't need one. Right. I don't need it. But, but Robert England isn't going to live forever, you know? Right. Uh, the I don't know if it was a week before we watched a movie called St. Nick. Uh, mm-hmm. Dave Forbes says, after the review, I'm going to have to watch it. It sounds awesome in a bad way, which makes it even better. Still no killer tongue, though. Boo. Oh. We haven't They're done Killer right. Tongue. Yeah, I, I it was on the list. I don't think it didn't get voted into the top it, four. It is always on the list. One day we will get to it. Yeah. Um, I, I missed since, um, and I talked with these two while you, when you weren't here for that episode. And uh, I think Michaela's review was like a lot of dildos. 
in that movie. Yeah. Movie. And so, oh, Jesus, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, unexpected for a, yeah, yeah. a Killer St. Nick movie, but A lot okay. of sex toys. That was a good like time. The, like, like the most you'll see on screen at once outside of a porno, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the Chronicles of Not Riddick says, this Santa gives me an idea. Christmas on Elm Street. Sean, copyright this. Uh, it, it, it shall be done. Copyright 2023 Saturday night show. This is a lot. Whoa, 2024. 2024. 2024. Yeah. <laughs> it only covers us for like 18 more hours, John. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you again, all of you, for writing in. We really appreciate it. We love uh, that you're listening to us blather on about movies and, and write in. So thank you. Now we're going to go around the table and tell you what we thought of tonight's movie, Witchery, starting with Holly. <laughs> What did you think about tonight's movie, The Witchery? Yeah, so this movie, Witching, Witchers, Witch, Witchfinder, I don't know. Um, the Witchered. Yeah, The Witcherton, Witcherton. Um, <laughs> That's the sexy witch movie, yeah. Witcherton. Like Witcherton, yeah. Witcherton. <laughs> that one sounds classy. I was going to say, that's the one we need to write. Okay, copy yeah. Witch, Witcherton. Witcherton, I like it. Um... I'm torn on this one because it got it had a really slow start to it, and it was it was not entertaining for most of the movie, I would say. But then it did just suddenly get bad shit crazy, and I had a lot of fun with parts of it. Um, but that's a that's a big ask to tell people to stick with it to get to those parts. It's it's pretty. Um, it's pretty uneventful for most of the movie, and it's very confusing. It's very hard to follow. The characters are not well written. the The story is not clear. The motivation is not clear. Um, so it's a big ask to tell people to stick with it to get to those crazy parts. Um, when you do get there, it is fun, and I wish we would have been in the same room watching it together tonight. I'm sad that we weren't because I think yeah. we would have had fun with those parts. Yeah. Um, so I think like watching it with a group is probably your best bet, but is it worth it to get there? Uh, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say pass because it's a big ass to, to sit through all of that before you get to those parts. So yeah, I'm going to pass on it. Um, which, which, something. <laughs> which Michaela, what did you think? <laughs> I, I agree with a lot of what you said, Holly. I think I, I can't recommend a movie I can't follow and can't understand, right? Like, because yeah. then I can't really talk about it. And then what's the point of seeing it, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, as much as I had fun with certain parts of it, and, like, I always love that the Italians take crazy risks that we would never think of. I love them for that. Um, and I'll always watch their stupid movies because you do get ones that are so great in there, you know? Um, but this is not one of them, sadly. Uh, it it sounds like on paper it would be the best, but it's just too boring and too... You can't be boring and impossible to follow. You know what I'm saying? Those are just two things you, like, you're just asking your audience to disengage and check out at that point. So um, I'm going to check out on this and say no. Sean, what do you think? Checking out of that hotel. How are you doing? Yeah. Are you going through the window or the front door? Yeah, I'll, I'll go through the window. <laughs> Get the full I, experience. That's yeah. why you come here, right? To go through the window. Right. Yeah. I am. I am not torn. I am jumping through the window. I am sacrificing myself. I do not want to be here anymore. Um, <laughs> sure, there are some interesting parts, some good goofy effects uh, uh, when you get to it. But my God, what a what a 
I'm, what a boring fucking movie. Um, no, yeah. uh, I, I can't. I can't. I can't. Not even the power of the Hoth could help this movie because he didn't really do anything in this movie. Um, and yeah, and just the, the Leslie, the main character, one of the, I guess maybe one of the main characters. She just like didn't enjoy any bit of her because she it doesn't seem like she's enjoying any bit of doing any of this. Um, no, no, uh, no. Shame. Shame on you voters. I, I love you and I appreciate you, but shame. Uh, I pass. I pass it right through the window. Um, um, abort this demon baby. It's, it's just, 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 just no. Uh, uh, any, any bad thing I could say about it, I will. Uh, so no, I'm going to pass on it. Colin, what did you think of witchery, even though you were laughing your ass off through most of this movie, from what you say? <laughs> Uh, my colleagues make very good points. This is by no means a good movie. And in fact, you would consider this to be a horrible, rotten, badly made, uh, ineptly written movie, but God bless those goddamn Italians. I mean, you know, I guess it, it depends, you know, it hit me on a good night. Let's put it that way. I was laughing my ass off and I guess that's kind of what I get out of, you know, you watch enough Italian movies, and I have watched it, so there's a flavor that you get that I did get out of this one, right? Where it's that kind of sincereness of, like, let's just go kind of gonzo broke. We're just going to crib from everybody else and spit this thing out. And it had these moments of just incredulity where you're sitting there going, like, I can't believe, you know, yeah, the lead girl's performance is awful. But also, like, every time she comes on screen, you're like, you know, what create, you know, how is she going to, you know, do this? It's like, what, why did they keep her in the movie? <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, it, it, I guess I was having a problem with it, uh, for the first, I don't know, it, it was a while. There it's were 45 minutes. It's at least 45 minutes, right? So I guess my interest kept picking up with the movie. Either after I had kind of written it off, to be honest with you, I was like, you know, you got 45 minutes and I have no idea what the hell's going on. I don't know who these people are. Although, like I said, when we were describing it here tonight, it's like, okay, that we laid out like what's, yeah, I think what's happening. The basicness of it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Wants to be reincarnated or what have you brings a bunch of people together to kill them in order to do it. Like, yeah, it's bad, but you are going to bear witness to sights and sounds and uh, things that you just can't believe are happening are sometimes very gory, sometimes hilarious. Uh, it, it gives me I, I always love watching these movies because the 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 breadth of Italian horror seems to be more in this area. Right. When you watch them and then that gives you a greater appreciation for, you know, Lucio Fulci, who I think is basically considered probably, you know, by any standards, like not a great filmmaker, but he pulls something off in his variations of this because his movies don't make any damn sense either. And, and the same, uh, you know, accusations are leveled against like uh, a Dario Argento, but like. In watching these, you go like, "Oh, he's a lot better. You know, yeah. He's so much in a different class than 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 these folks." Uh, or Mario Bava, you know, is also like one of the the better ones. These are trash movies, but if you are looking for, and I assume if you're listening to this show, and I know, you know, even in my own personal reviews, sometimes I watch them and they catch me on a bad night. This one caught me on a good night. 
uh, I was entertained as it went on, as it started getting bad shit crazy. I, at the end of the movie, I don't know where it was. Maybe I was beaten down by it or won over by its lunacy, but I was like laughing at everything that was happening. I'm like, this is just, you know, ridiculous and funny and hilarious. So I had a good time with a bad movie and I guess that's the experience that I would recommend if, if you find that and if you're a connoisseur of bad movies or you just want to put something on for bad movie night, like witchery's got some kind of, it's uh it's some kind of nuts. So, uh, I guess, yeah, I guess I am going to recommend it. I'm going to regret it in the morning. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm going to go like, that yeah, was a terrible movie. I would never watch this again. I don't think, I think, you know, you'd be in like a certain circle of hell, chicken wire, hell, where you just have to watch witchery, you know, on some oh, no. kind of loop. Uh, that might be tough. I, I swear the playing the Italian card gets you every time. If this was a fucking Canadian yeah. movie, yeah. respect it in a second. Yeah. If, if this was made in Wisconsin. <laughs> Yeah, like Bloodbeat. Yeah, I didn't yes. like Bloodbeat. You're right. Yeah, but Bloodbeat. I don't know. Maybe it's uh, yeah. Maybe I'm taking there's baggage. You know, where you're taking into it. Like, okay, I know the writer isn't like that's English isn't his first you know language. So hearing that kind of interpretation of what he thinks characters should be saying and then having American actors try to interpret this and deliver it. You know, that whole thing. I kind of am amused by. You are falling for the crazy girl and ignoring all of her red flags. Yep, that is exact. That is that is what's happening. And listener, if you uh, if you choose to embark on this, you do so at your own risk. But yeah, there uh, you go. I would, uh, yeah, Warning. witchery. Warning. I had fun with. So uh, there it was. You know, it's like uh, the closest. The thing that comes to mind is Night Killer. Um, which I can't remember. It feels like I recommended that one because it was. Uh, was Night Killer the batshit one? Where Night Killer was the one we all liked. Yeah, yeah with yeah, the. Like yeah. 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 I think these two to me feel uh, similar in some way. They're so bad that you have to watch them because they're 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 just gonzo nuts. Um, hard to follow, maybe, but yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I guess that's it. So, uh, <laughs> it's three against and one for. So you probably you probably shouldn't watch it. Um, next week we're gonna watch another movie that's chosen by you, the listener. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So are we ripping the the. Okay, here we go. So we're unwrapping the gift uh, that New Year's has given to us, and next week we are gonna be watching a movie called. Behind the Mask, The Rise of Leslie Vernon. Ooh. Right. Yes. Okay. I, am, I have not seen this yet. I haven't seen this either. Looking it's been a while since I've seen it. Okay, and I've seen it too. So there you go. We'll have a chance to revisit it. We got some new new watchers of it. A slasher parody behind the scenes of a slasher. Slasher. I don't know. We'll see. All right. So that's next week. We, <laughs> we'll hope you'll join us. And until then, ladies and germs, the basement is going dark.